I, I don't want to point second. and laugh at people because they're different. I want to I want to point and laugh at people like you who are the same. Hi there, and welcome to Hoff and Charles Talk Comics. This is Season 3, Episode 16, the penultimate episode of Season 3. My name is Charles Harry, and I'm one of your hosts, and I am here with my very good friend, Javier Gonzalez. Hi, Hav. How are you? I'm doing good, Charles. Better now. Excellent. It is, it's very good to see you. Hav is all dressed in his golf finery. We are recording this on a Sunday morning, and he is off to play golf here on this First day of regular daylight time instead of daylight savings time. Regular daylight time. So Yeah, which meant we got an extra hour of sleep, supposedly, which yeah. did not really seem like it for some reason. Oh, I don't know. I went to bed at 10 and got up at 7, and I got a chunk of sleep when I nice. really did the math on that. I'm like, okay, yeah, no. Well, I guess I got up at 7.30. Gotcha. I should still be asleep. Anywho. I was going to say, and ladies and gentlemen, I just want you all to know, our faithful listeners... Uh, we're in. Uh, I'm talking to a hero right now in, in Mr. Charles Herring because he is. He he. If you, you can tell, if you've listened to a few of these, he's he sounds a little rough because he's sick. But you know what he said? He said, "You know what? I'm going to do this anyway because we 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 decided we we were planning on doing it." And even though he's uh, not doing well, he put on his pants one leg at a time and put on his podcast hat, and here he is. You got two things I'm wearing wrong. <laughs> okay. I am not wearing a hat. And as far as you know, I'm not wearing pants. I can neither confirm nor deny that because thankfully I'm only seeing him from the from the chest up. He is wearing a shirt. I can confirm that. And I'd rather him not stand up and and no. And, don't you do don't you and dare you're, do and it. you're wrong on that too. It's not a you're shirt. A t shirt? No. A shirt? It it's it's more of a it's more of a crop top. <laughs> Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Showing the mid-drift off. I just can't see that part. That's right. I, I'm kind of slumped in my chair. Okay. If you're if you're good, I'll sit up straighter later. No, that's all right. I, and I don't want to know if you're Donald ducking it, Winnie the Pooh in it. I've got whatever. underwear on. I'm not an animal. Okay. All right. Well, so yeah, no. So, hey, penultimate, you got to use the big word. Yay. I love that yeah. word. Is there... Is there a word, and not that I Googled it, nor am I, I want, is there a word for the third to last episode? I'm sure there is. Pent, ultimate, I'm sure there's some kind of triumph, no, triumvirate, nope, that's not right. Triultimate? The, the triumphant episode. The tri- <laughs> triumvirate, no, tri- uh, tri- penultimate, tri- triultimate, I don't know. I don't know either. So, do you want to just dive on in? Any yeah. uh, housekeeping to do on uh, the we top? Don't. Well, I, as I said, this is the second to last episode of season one. Or season three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Season one, season, season one, three. Season three. I've heard it both ways. Right. And you said it's episode 16? It is episode 16. Which shocked Holy the, crap. It shocked the hell out of me because I was I, it, it when I went to title the episode on the recording, I, pulled, I was like, season, okay, now is this 14 or 15? Is this episode 14 or 15? So I went to the podcast app and pulled it up and the last episode was episode 15. I'm like, well, crap, it was neither 14 or 15. It is 16. Episode 16. We've we've done quite a few. A slight housekeeping, slight housekeeping thing. I was thinking 
we might do something different. Yeah, let's talk about this later. Let's do so. Okay. Remind me that I ha- have a couple ideas that we might want to discuss maybe in the mid in the mid section or at the end when we can yeah. do that. So okay. we, as per usual, do, read two comic books. Um, I suggested Spider-Man Noir, which I had read a long time ago and I quite liked it. Was not really, it was not part originally of Spider-Verse because we've talked about Spider-Verse and every, anybody that's seen the movie knows Spider-Man Noir is in Spider-Verse. It was just that they did a whole bunch, they, not a whole bunch, but they did a Spider-Man Noir, a Wolverine Noir, a or it might have been X-Men Noir, Iron Man Noir, and a, maybe a, one or two others. And they were kind of fun. And then Spider-Man Noir ne- seemed to be the only one that really kicked in. So they've done more with that and they drew him into the Spider-Verse and I liked it. So I suggested it. Hav was on his, it's October, we have to be scary. And he suggested Proctor Valley Road, which does not sound scary. And it was awesome, but we'll talk about that. But it was Grant Morrison as well. And they are incredible. And the art was incredible. I really enjoyed that comic. I really did. It was, it was, it was excellent. So which ones, what was what? I don't, Sure, sure, sure. I got that all pulled up, of course, because okay. that's, that's that's your job. Like one of the only things it's I do. Literally, the only thing just... I rely on you for. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that and and using the words to talk in the pod. <laughs> and I just want to note your impersonation of me just now when you did the "It's October, we have to do." I think was spot on. The little <laughs> I've heard my voice recorded. I wasn't. It was eerie. I, it was like I was hearing a recording back. I, of I wasn't. I wasn't doing an impersonation of you. Oh. Did, did it really sound? I, I think you're being facetious because I really I, wasn't. Yes. I was mocking yeah. you. See. Yes, you were. I was mocking, mocking you with a jokeful tone. Jokeful tone. Jokeful. I'll go with that. Jokeful tone. Okay. I just hey okay. I know. Yeah, I was being. I was being sarcastic. I've never even worked on a Javier impersonation. I listen and to you enough. And you. Sh- you should. Huh. You should add that to your repertoire. I might have to. I will have yeah. some time off and break, and I have a lot of recordings of you. I would. I have told people when I, you know, I think everybody. This is universal. I know. I've probably said it on here. I don't know very many people that hear themselves and think, "Gosh darn it, that sounds great." I sound like a million dollars. Now you might be the exception. No, I. I did not like uh, the way I sounded until I listened to myself over and over and over and over and over and over again, and my voice does not bother me anymore. It's you know what it's a good point because now that I do I do listen to our podcasts eventually and I maybe I've gotten used to it but I just remember even going back to high school when we used to record stuff for speech and debate and and it was in it wasn't at some point I remember it was after we were married I told Julie one time you know what my voice sounds like it sounds like the love child of Ray Romano and a Muppet my voice I I will I will tell you this I don't hear Muppet in your voice I do hear a little Ray Romano except you have a much more emotional. <laughs> And less monotone Ray Romano. Maybe that's what you take as a Muppet. Oh, no, I have I have feeling in my voice. People can hear emotion and I have tone that goes up and down. I just don't talk. I mean, <laughs> he is very monotone. Yeah, but it's so, part of his. Sti- it's part of no, his no, it is. Too. Well, I think it's part of his shtick and delivery because that's who he is. Yeah, that's true. And then oh. speaking of oh, real fast. Oh, good. No, go. speaking of comics, Bergazzi. I forget his first name. Have you heard of this guy? Or he was on SNL. He hosted SNL somehow. He is just a stand-up. He is great. He is a new thing. He's got a couple of specials on the net. He's got at least one special on Netflix. Just a suggestion for you. Weird okay. side tangent. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so. I, I do have a quick note. Sure. And I, I feel we owe someone an apology. We got a text from our friend Caesar. And I think the gist of it was, I can read motherfuckers. 
And you know what? And then, and then, in fairness, he's been replying on that text chain forever. So I mean, I think we have confirmation that he can read. You, you don't. You don't know that somebody's not reading those to him, and then he's telling them what to text back. By the way, I, well. I, I hate to do that. That That's mean. I mean, the next thing you're going to say, because I can read your mind, is he has an iPhone and iPhones can read the text to you. You don't even have to have anybody that. You just have to say, Siri, read text. And, and then, then it'll can, read it. Can, yeah. yeah. But I believe Caesar when he spoke into his phone and told us he could fucking read. No, I know. No, it's funny because when he sent that text, I think I I sent back a question mark. Yes, you did. I didn't remember us even talking about that. I was like, "What the hell is he?" T-? I was like, "Maybe we made a joke about it." Because no, usually we it's me saying I can't read. I well, like, no, well, maybe. no, he said that too. No, I okay. say I say you can't read because you won't read. Right. You won't read. It's a choice. The, the The funny thing is, well, he also commented on the in agreement with me on the zombie book world war z that that was an excellent book and then he said the movie sucked and that's i can read it because unlike hav caesar actually reads books he just denies it unless called out about it <laughs> whatever fancy fancy pants reading your books without pictures yeah doing things that, that that fill your fill your heart with joy and nourish your soul how dare you so which one was first Okay, so uh, Proctor Valley Road. Well, Spider-Man Noir came out first issue February two thousand nine. Proctor mm-hmm. Valley Road first issue March of the year twenty twenty one. So again, let me do some calendar math. All right, so Spider-Man Noir. Yes. No, I'm not. You you, you want to go play golf? So we're not going to do your bit. No. Where, where hey, you, and where look, you pretend we have plenty to of time not now. know? Uh, where you pretend not to know if nineteen? Oops. 2008 was it 2008 if 2008 is is bigger or smaller than 2022 did i 21 good lord hey i got them both in the ballpark yeah so yeah uh no and look at the golf hey and i'll I'll mention this on the on the pod since we're pod people and we're doing a pod i'm gonna go play golf i'm sorry this is the ultimate episode of Oh uh, yeah, the pod thing drives Charles crazy. No, I'm gonna go play golf with Ryan later. So when Ryan listens to this in a week or two, uh, this is uh, right before I go and put up a ginormous number on the scorecard because I am not a. I enjoy golf thoroughly. Every once in a while, I'll have glimpses of, uh, hey, it looks like I know what I'm doing, and then I don't. So very much looking forward to that, and that's why we're doing this a little bit early. Thank you, and that's why I'm already all dressed and ready to go. But yes, Spider-Man Noir, 2009. So- Good. Yeah, just real quick. I will be adding in the, the beginning part of this that I was recording that's not was actually not part of the podcast, where Hav talks about how badly he is going to beat Ryan today. He said he Ryan is the worst golfer he's ever played with. He's gonna he's been sandbagging him for years, and today is the day that he unleashes his five handicap against him and right. takes all the money in the world because he he knows he can bet him. Uh, he's just been building this forever, so I, I'll put that in. Yes, please put that in because if 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 that were true, this is the longest hustle. So, it's incredible. I'm in, I'm impressed. I mean, because we've been playing golf literally since the '90s, like the the late '90s when I really started picking it up to early 2000s. Now he, so yeah, that 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 would be and yeah, and also then I am an incredibly good. I guess golf actor in in how realistically I can play terrible golf because it looks like I'm just not good. 
So, and then for me to just for me to just pivot on a dime and then go five handicap, yeah, it's going to be pretty impressive today when I pull that shit off. Oh my god, that be that would be hilarious. Hey, uh, why don't we play for what five, ten, twenty bucks a hole? What do you think? You know what? Let's make it an even hundred. We usually push anyway. Let's see what happens. No, yeah, that's not going to happen. Oh god, that would be oh. hilarious. <laughs> okay, yeah, that was pretty good. So yes, yeah, Spider-Man Nord, Charles's suggestion. I had heard of it. I remember the cover, seeing the cover the, of issue number one somewhere, written by David Hine and Fabrice Sap- Sapolsky. I'm going to say art by <laughs> Carmine Gian Dementio is how I'm going to say that. G I A N D O M E N I C O. Set in th- in the early 30s, Great Depression. Uh, mid to late 30s. I see 33 here on the little Oh, then you are probably correct. Yeah, no. Now that you, now that you mentioned it, it was when that was going on. It was when Hoover was president. Was on the way out. And yeah, he FDR Hoover was president. Yeah, because FDR. It, yeah, because they mentioned then FDR won and things started to get better and but things are bad because they started talking about any. Yes, sorry. No, no, you're fine. So, look, I'll I'll do my best at a little synopsis. It's Spider-Man set, Great Depression, New York City, early 1930s. Peter Parker's there. Aunt May is a kind of organizer, yeah. a community organizer, talking about, you know, the rich getting richer, big court, you know, the big yeah. companies. And, and trying to make sure the poor get fed. And we're talking about the Great Depression here. Everything is bad. And the government's not helping. And she and Uncle Ben are really for workers' rights and for the people. And they're considered kind of communists for what they... I mean, they call them... Yeah, they call them communists. I think they call them reds. Yeah, they call them reds. And Uncle Ben gets killed by we find out the goblin because he's a rabble rouser. Um, the goblin is a, is there. We t- it turns out the vulture killed him because the vulture was a, a circus freak, the geek in the circus, and so he yeah. literally chews him to death. I, There's a just, part where they talk about how he was essentially caged like an animal, eventually turned into essentially a humanoid animal, and acquired a taste for human flesh. Yeah, the whole circus freak aspects of the rogues gallery was awesome because they basically were all circus freaks they say yes the goblin found them all in a circus because you have the vulture you have craven who was a who was a lion tamer and a few others oh and they have fancy dan and an ox from the original kingpin group that that that's there and ox is an idiot like he is in everything and just they really did a good job of taking a beginning Spider-Man story and setting it back in the early 30s instead of the early 60s. It it was just a, hey, let's just move this back 30 years. And tweak a little bit of the mm-hmm. origin, tweak a little bit of the backstory of some of the main characters, mm-hmm. good and bad. Yes. So talking about the Great Depression, it is remarkable and scary that less than 100 years ago, I want to say the unemployment range was uh, unemployment uh, rate was damn near fifty percent or forty yes. percent at one yeah. point in time during the Great Depression, where there were able-bodied people wanting to get jobs that there were just no jobs. Yes, and that it was up and down. It was after the you know the collapse of the stock market, and that went from people that were wealthy lost their wealth, people that were paycheck to paycheck didn't have that paycheck anymore. Shanty towns, soup Ho- kitchens, Hoovervilles. 
Hoovervilles. Thank you You're for welcome. named after President Hoover. Then you there was a snippet in this where they talked about. I guess I didn't understand, understand that even insurance, you know, fire jobs were a thing even that far back, where people couldn't pay their rent. So these ten, these landlords would have these buildings full of people that couldn't pay rent. They're losing money, but they had insurance on it. So torch job. Oh, and somebody died, or a little girl died, or people mm-hmm. died. Oh, well, that's, you know, what happens. You know, people are overcrowded in these buildings. Too bad. And mm-hmm. by the way, back in the 1930s, a lot of the safety stuff we take for granted, like sprinkler systems, fire escapes, uh, you know, stairwells all the way down to the first floor. Did not exist. That's it. We take that for granted now. And yes. I guess, yeah, I was going to say, don't get me started about people that label certain things as socialists nowadays where you're like, y- you know, socialism means anything pretty much anything the government pays for is and provides as a service to the community, whether that be roads, yeah. schools, county hospitals, not to mention your unemployment, your Medicare, your Medicaid, the social goods. social security disability. That stuff drives me crazy because yeah, we're capitalists, but we also have a fair amount of socialists mixed in and have been, have, have had it for a good while. Okay. There's my soapbox for that, I guess, but there's a lot of stuff that there were a lot of buttons is pushed for me in a good way. It was and just also very well done. Yeah, it it definitely was very well done. The art in it is just dripping with noir. Just incredible. Rain, snow, everything about it was incredible. You have an angry young Peter Parker who is wanting to fight the world because his uncle is dead. All of this is going so horribly, and he met, meets Ben Urich, who That's takes right. him under his wing. He stops him from... I, I read the first one weeks ago. He stops him from... Getting into a fight with one of the goblins guys, right? Pretty much. I mean, the goblin, he does throw like a whiskey at the goblin, I yeah. think, maybe. And then, then because, ben they're Yurik, at the black cat. Yeah. And then Ben Urich is like, no, you, you can't do that. And then he finds out, he finds out that Ben Urich is a heroin addict who gets money from the goblin to hide things about the goblin in the press. And it really upsets him. And that's at the same time that he gets bit by a spider. That's they went with the totem thing that if that there's a lot of I, I, I it was probably around this era that there was a whole Spider-Man thing that went on where they Spider-Man met. Oh, I can't remember this old guy's name. And he had spider powers, too. And they tell me about this. Yeah. Where and, there always has to be a spider. Well, there's always a spider. It's also it's it, it kind of takes it back to a Nancy the spider god african spider god uh, who's a jokester and it's a spider totem so they are all these spiders are spider totems and in this one though i thought it came from egypt which spiders have been revered as yeah it's deities all over the place yes it might have been from a different place but i'm saying it's the same uh, but i'm saying it's the same idea that it's a spider totem instead of a science spider this is a magic spider and that i haven't read you and you you sent it to me the spider verse kind of hulking volume which is mm-hmm. fine i'm going to read it yeah eventually yes you are is madam is madam spider or whatever her name is madam web madam web mm-hmm. part of that yes. and isn't there like a spider kind of Ma- web that madam is kind of like a thing in the universe yes okay. that is correct that is correct i'm, I'm i am very much interested but uh, to to your point about the art freaking fantastic art and the covers are frameable pieces of art mm-hmm. the, I, I don't know if you took i mean and the variant covers very cool. Yeah, and, and I maybe use the word dripping of noir. It's, it's dripping noir. It's just I, I don't have it I don't have the words to describe it beyond that, but 
I, I think if you look at it, you'll go, yeah, Dripping Noir. That's just, you. With the, it sets the scene. I mean, the story sets the scene, but every every frame of it is just gritty and dark and awesome. Yes. It's always cloudy or it's always nighttime in New York and yes. or raining. Yes. The, the, you mentioned the circus freak aspect. Of and the it, rain or, smells you know, the like the wind. The show. Which, say again? And the rain smells like the wind. Yes. You can smell the soot in the any the that was a line from the end of the Spider Verse. Oh, really? From Spider Man Noir. Okay. Oh, see. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, the circus sideshow. And I thing think was... I I think I inverted it. I and it's always windy, and the wind smells like the rain. I I may have gotten that backwards. Uh, right. Dare, you, feel free you. to f- feel free to write and correct me if any of you motherfuckers can write. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Again, less than a hundred years ago, the circus freak sideshow thing incredibly prevalent, where these poor souls were essentially shipped around the country and put on display for quote unquote regular people to yeah. to look at. And they put them look. in a trailer and towed them around the south and offer not just two south. bits of gander. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just the south. It was yeah. it was all over the country. Yeah, from yeah. And that the, was, upstate New York to the west coast. Th- that that was a. That was a uh, a Simpson line. Oh, really? Yes. Caesar will be correcting us via voice text. It's correcting my via voice text at some point in the future. <laughs> you're just leaning into that one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gonna... Yeah, he he asked for it, I guess. So no, you're just no, he didn't say he didn't ask for it. I I I'm leaning into your thoughts on Caesar being able to read. I oh, know Caesar God. can read. Right. Right. It's my. It's all my fault, Caesar. It's all. Charles has nothing. Charles is blameless. In this, uh, these uh, these these allegations regarding your literacy, my friend. Just know it's just me, Charles. No, Mm-mm. he's your defender. He's your biggest advocate. Oh, he, Charles is cracking him the fuck up, cracking himself the fuck up here. He, he just isn't wanting to laugh out loud. Actually, you're cracking me the fuck up. Okay. I'm, I'm laughing at you. Uh, no, I'm laughing at your bit. That yeah, thank you. You're uh, okay, real fast. The circus thing too. By the way, I remember having a realization. When cruising around, we used to watch, and maybe tell me if this is a, a step too far, the Little People Big World show on Discovery, or the show about little people, or the multiple shows about little people that were there for a while, the show about my 600 pound life. Mm-hmm. Yes, those are that, that's that's like the freak show. It, yeah, it, I never, right? and I never watched any of that stuff. I don't, I, I don't want to point second. laugh at people because they're different. I want to. I want to point and laugh at people like you who are the same. Exactly. Well, it's different because I don't think there's a, there probably is an aspect of the point of laughing. I think it's also just, uh, there. it's at least more respectful. A fascination. Because yes. It's, it's, okay, how do these people that are little people live in a world that's not built for them? You know, these poor people that are obese. I think that about you people all the time. How do you live in this? Actually, no, the, never mind. The obese people like me? No, short the people brown, like you. The brown people? Oh, short people. Yes. Oh people. yes, because you are six three. I'm I'm five eleven. You're not five eleven. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm five. I am five nine. Although the funny story is, I've told I, you I, story. I don't believe you because I'm five eleven. You are not five eleven. You were such a shithead. So he towers over me. So the joke was when me and Julia were first dating. I think somehow height and weight came in play. For some reason, I was never concerned about my weight, but height. I think I told her I was 5'11 or something. And, or, yeah, and my, my brother is like a true six feet. And I don't remember him being that much taller than me. But then I remember 
I knew better. I, I knew I was 5'9". For some reason, the stupid dude thing to lie about your height. Well, then fast forward. We've been dating for a few years. We're getting married. She goes with me to get fitted for the tux. And the 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 tailor or whatever at the place says, and sir, how hard, how, how tall are you? And, and says, says and Ju- what? Sir, how Julie, what? Julie said she could see my eyes and I just looked down and just audible enough for the, for the tailor to hear and her to hear. I said, five, nine. And, and we both had, and then afterwards we both had a good laugh about it because she was like, I was pretty sure you weren't almost six feet. So there's that. So there you go. Little tidbit. I, I have long since, Stopped lying about stuff like that. See, the way I heard the story, and it Uh-oh. was it was better the way I heard the story. And I may have remembered it is six foot, and it might have been five eleven. That that's a that's a extraneous point. Was that you were there, and the tailor asked how tall you were, and Julie goes five eleven, <laughs> which makes it an even yeah, better, better story. <laughs> Well, then I got to oh, say, he's no. 5'11". No, I'm 5'9". And I swear no, that's I, how you told me that story. Or may, she, you know what? I'll ask Julie if that's how it or happened. She, I, I, or she may have told me the story. Maybe. And maybe. She's just a better storyteller because that makes it such a better story. <laughs> not it that does. it's not a great story, but it's just the... Oh. Uh, so so there's that. Oh, and going back to the comic book, because it is Hav and Charles talk comics, not Hav and Charles tell stories about olden times. Although sometimes it does turn into that. I know Marvel doesn't have an Elseworlds necessarily imprint. And I know this is an, I think I saw somewhere that this is a, you know, universe big number yeah. behind it, not yeah. the 616. This to me very much felt like an Elseworlds, you know, a Spider-Man at a time, kind of like the Batman by Gaslight when he's back in Victorian times. I don't know if you ever read that. I, I think I have. I, I liked that. Yeah. yeah. I, so this... it, it, it had that same kind of feel to me where well, it's, Elseworlds are alternate universes, just like this is an alternate universe. They just don't yeah. they just don't call it that. They just do a thing and you just have to know it's in most of the time you just have to know. And you should know Spider-Man Noir, this is clearly not the regular Spider-Man. It has to be in another universe. Basically, Marvel respects their readers a little more than, than DC what, does. Than okay. DC does. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Because they have Shots to say, fired. they have to say Elseworlds. Act, Honestly, that more comes from back the back in the day where the Elseworlds kind of came from. There was a long running thing where they would do one shot Superman comics where all sorts of weird ass crap would happen. And then at the end, they would go, this is an imaginary tale. So at the end of this, where they Superman turns into a bunny and stays a bunny or whatever. And I don't even think that's a real one. But at the end of it, this was an imaginary tale. I.e., this doesn't happen. Wait till next month when. So it, it was kind of like a throwaway. They didn't have. A, hey, let's do this. Yeah, but how do we have? So, well, it'll be an imaginary tale. So they could just do anything, and there it was. And I think eventually that's what turned into Elseworlds and other worlds, and everything happens somewhere. And there have been some cool Elseworlds. I know that's a separate, obviously a different yeah. company. But no, this is... Oh, and I didn't know... You know, I didn't do a bunch of Googling. I didn't do any Googling. I did take some notes on uh, Proctor Valley. But on this one, I had, I had... I knew when this came out because I feel like it did so well. I saw it on some things that I read about comic books every once in a while. Or maybe saw it on comic book Twitter. Um, and I refuse to call it by its other name. It's Twitter. And I'm probably going to stop using it and just shut down my account soon, by the way. The other ones you mentioned, the 
I think it was Wolverine. Now that you say that, maybe I did hear about Wolverine Noir, but the only one that got any real big hype, I feel like, was this one. I don't remember everybody going ecstatic or going it, crazy it, it's about by, any of the other ones. It's by far the best because it has an origin story that is very much similar to... And Spider-Man's origin stories is one of the great origin stories. It's Batman's origin. It's Spider-Man's origin. It's, I mean, everybody else's origin. It's just like, eh, okay. Here's a magic ring, Green Lantern. I mean, okay, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's a, uh, what, what is the Flash? Oh, here's a... You're going to get spilled on chemicals and the lightning's going to strike you somehow. You you had a very bad, you had a bad lab accident because you're a crappy... I, I mean, clumsy. Yeah, you're, you're not clumsy. good with yeah, the chemicals. You're not good with chemicals. That that's important. You in a lightning storm. No that less. was that was one of my favorite scenes in when the guy that's going to play Barry when Barry Allen came to Arrow and he he ends up in the Arrow Cave, which they should just call the Quiver. I'm just saying it. I don't get it. And I think anyway. So w- when they're in the Arrow Cave. Yeah, he sees all of these chemicals on this thing, and he's just like, "You can't store these things like this." He starts moving stuff around. This is terrible. You can't store this stuff. This is dangerous. Yeah, these things cannot right. be right by each other. And I'm like, okay, that was nice. That was good. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, I don't. You know what? I about I I it's on my it's on a long list of shows where Julie and I would together, and then me individually, I'll start a show. And then I feel like the show hits a rut and I kind of check out. And I, I, I did that with The Flash. I did that with Supergirl. And I didn't even finish Arrow. And I, I did check in for the kind of crossover between all the... Th- yeah, that, you know, the crossover was good. I finished good. I finished Arrow because I just stuck with it. And it there was a season where the, the last couple of seasons before the, the, the second to last and the, the... No, the third to last and the second to last were okay and the second to last got a little better and then the final season was great because it was fan service from beginning to end because they're like we're wrapping this up we're doing it within this big thing going on so we're it was great but i i stuck with that i have lost the thread on every once in a while i go back to netflix and i pick up where i left off on flash and i watch like one episode going oh it's gonna get better and i'm like no it's just not you're just you're just killing yourself don't do it and then I am so sorry they canceled Legends of Tomorrow. Because that's that, the one you've told me that it got really better and campy after season one. It, I think I saw season one, maybe a little bit of season two. And it got season, campier and campier and better it, it, and better. As season two went on, it got campier. They started doing they started doing comic booky shit. And awesome. I mean true unadulterated comic booky shit. And it was tongue in cheap. Tongue in cheap? Tongue in cheek, it was fun. I truly, truly loved it, and that that one I was sad because they got they got weird, which got is fun. freaky deaky. Yes. Okay. Spider Man War. Selena Kyle has the black cat. No, she's surrounded by cats at one point, but she's not the black cat at least at this point. It. it I don't know what else to say. Ben Yurick. Oh, Ben Yurick. Did they ever explain why his nickname is the Spider? Ben oh, Yurick, his... his nickname was the Spider. Apparently. Oh, because he ben... had webs. He had a web of informants, gotcha. and gotcha. Okay, I don't got... know if they explained that. I, they may have, but I mean that's why. I... No, duh, that makes sense. And his yes, the he gets to the point. It, it's you know that back then, even in the thirties, you hear you know. Well, that's what Ethel thinks about that. Back in the thirty. 30s... So back in the 30s, 
heroin was still around they show him with they show him with his kit in his drawer they show him with his kit with the spoon and the in the lighter and the syringe and there are jazz musicians blues musicians everybody i mean people of all walks of life on the on the heroin back then and to this day unfortunately but he is he's got an issue he's got a problem and he but at the same time he's been keeping all this stuff oh he was present when uncle ben was killed yes uh so he knows exactly did they ever explain why he was present when uncle ben was killed no i didn't think they did but but he brings <gasps> a, he, he he brings he brings a, he brings in peter parker to be his assistant so he can learn how to be a photographer <gasps> so he can learn how to be a photographer and then peter makes him remember who he was and he starts to get his conscience back and at one point decides he's going to write out the goblin not write out the goblin he's going to write a true story based on all his sources his web of informants and before he can do that the fake j jonah jameson the the chameleon shoots him i believe well j jonah we didn't know that then but yeah j jonah jameson shoots him yes yes we didn't know that then the jjj had been replaced by the chameleon Mm -hmm. that's true i i thought it was jjj yeah so the first time i read it actually and this time i did because i had forgotten i'm like wait a minute what the hell and then it's like oh yeah so yeah the the chameleon kills him he's because he's he's gonna he called the black cat and said hey i'm gonna i'm gonna rat you out I'm going to rat him out. And turns out she was there when J. Jonah Jameson killed him. And then some time goes by and Spider-Man decides that he is going to, because he talks to the black cat, Peter, and she says, he wants you to use this. And he's like, I'll take it to the bugle. She's like, no. And so he uses it to absolutely destroy the goblin's business because he has all the information and he is just... He is just tearing this apart. And then the goblin gets upset about that and kidnaps the black cat because he figures it has to be. Uh, she, he uh, kidnaps them and then wants to kidnap then wants to kidnap Peter as well. So sends the vulture to Peter's apartment and Aunt May is there and he attacks Aunt May and he's going to kill Aunt May. He's going to eat Aunt May. Yeah, well, that and... and Yes, that is correct. And Peter gets there dressed as as Spider-Man and he shoots him cuz this Peter Parker has a gun. Spider's got a gun. Well, it's the it's the early 30s, gangsters and whatever. I I love I love that he has a gun. I mean I love that he has a gun. Early Batman, man. Everybody forgets. Early yeah. Batman had a sidearm or two. <laughs> <laughs> some pistols. He also had purple gloves, which is kind of weird and cool. But yeah, and I'm sorry about the purple thing. You probably didn't realize that I, from the early comics. But he had a gun. No, it's because of the thing. I, I understand. I don't know why you derailed to bring that up. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I because mentioned the purple color. gloves with the with the, with get, the gun. Anyways, so yeah, so the gun thing. I made me think of Batman having the gun in the early Detective Comics, Batman comics back in the day, which they very quickly went away from. Yeah. Well, I don't know how quickly. I say that. I don't know how quickly they went away from that. I'm just saying that because i'm a little before my i'm old charles but i'm not that old that that is correct you did not read those off the stand no i know okay no a very cool look and speak oh good there was a point to talking about the shoots and uh the vulture aunt may fucking goes nuts on him how dare he was gonna kill how dare you you have unarmed you have webs that come out of your hands you could have webbed him up why would you kill somebody 
And I mean, it was a it was a come to Jesus moment to Peter, who there's his surrogate mom just ripping into him, not even knowing it's him. Because God, could you imagine how hard she'd have gone on, on if if it had been him? Just mm-hmm. well, no, it'd been the exact same thing. I love I love strong Aunt May. She's so much better than the Aunt May that ever look. Ditko and Stanley did a great job starting Spider Man, but the when they decided Aunt May was a strong single mom instead of this addled, distress. addled aged woman. Yeah, it made her just wonderful. I just just so much a so much better take. Also can explain because I mean Uncle Ben was this mensch. Why wouldn't they were both this strong couple that is raising their this boy, so it it works a lot better. It does. It absolutely does. You know, Strong Aunt May better. You know, the characters they chose for this, they they could have gone a lot of different directions. And the characters they chose, there's no Gwen Stacy, there's no Captain Stacy, there's no uh, Mary Jane. Yeah, they don't do Kingpin. They, it would have been easy to go Kingpin for the 1930s. It, but the it, freak show aspect of it with the Goblin. It would have, and then the goblin actually, when they tear his face off, he's actually like a reptile person. Yeah, he is a goblin, but yeah. the I, I can the kingpin is harder because he sits he sits higher and different. This is closer to the original Batman before the kingpin was around, where Spider Man. Thank you, the original Spider Man. Well, that's a weird shift. Anyway, worst comic book hero to the... For, no, I'm just kidding. Batman, <laughs> is not, Batman is not the worst. That was more of a shot at Hav. Um, yeah. I love Batman-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you- I said ish. So back in the original first year, there was no Kingpin. I don't even remember when the Kingpin came around in Batman. And son of a bitch. <laughs> In Spider Man, I talked about Batman earlier. Yeah, my and my brain broke right now because I'm sick. Anyway, but he's he's you know what bullshit. Michael Jordan in that one game where he had the flu that they always talk about. You know, Kirk Gibson in Game One of the '88 World Series. You know who they should. You know who they should talk about more on on a sick game. Hmm. Dirk Nowitzki in the 2011 Finals where he gutted it out and won the game, and then. Dipshit and moron, and then dipshit and moron made fun of him after that game. Oh yeah, uh, was it um, uh, Dwayne Wade and Dwayne Wade. LeBron James were making fun of him? Oh, oh, I'm, uh, <laughs> oh I'm sick too. I oh my god, and so then, full of themselves. And then, That's another reason I didn't like him. And then the rest of the team wanted to comment, and Dirk was like, "Nah." Uh, he took 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 it because they were all, they were all pissed, and he's like, "That's fine. We're gonna go into their house now. We're gonna beat their ass." And they, I mean, that just why would you? You got beat by a guy who was. I mean, you can't watch that post game thing with him and not believe that I mean, you don't. Who's faking that? The dude yeah. could barely function at the end of the game, and no, he beats true. your ass. <laughs> that Sorry, is, that is absolutely true. I love very true. No, so you were talking about Spider Man slash Batman. Yes, I had a thread that I have has long since forgot. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see if I got any other of the notes. Oh yeah, I I got. I'm back on it. So okay. they they there was just more low level crime. I mean, they were bringing oh. out the big hitters. They were bringing out the the Goblin came out fairly quickly, but. Dr. Octopus, the Vulture, all of these 
a, a lot of these characters were just bang, 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 bang. So that's one of the most incredible parts of that run is all of these animal themed characters that they came out with so quickly. And there was a group that was Fancy Dan, Ox, and I forget the other guy's name. And that's this, this kind of low level thugs with a, with a controller who was, they called him Mr. Big. And he was actually, I think his name was Fossbender. If I remember correctly, he was a reporter for the Daily Bugle. Huh? So you have okay. a lot of this original stuff pulled in on this Spider-Man noir kind of kind of certain threads weaved together in a different way. So they made the Goblin Mr. Big and they kind of took Ben Urich and kind of made him like Fassbender because he was kind of involved in some dirty dealings because he was keeping it silent for money. Yeah. So you have this this and that that's kind of why they went with they didn't do something like the kingpin they were like oh we can really weave together some early spider-man in this early spider-man so speaking of the animal-based characters i don't know if i said if i said this earlier i apologize wholeheartedly i may have said selena kyle instead of felicia hardy for the black cat you did I'm, I'm pretty sure that's i did why, now because i wrote because it down I said, because because i said wrong and then you just yeah. kept going and, and then, I just kept going, and yeah. I didn't know why you're saying. And that's how much I conflate and confuse sometimes Black Cat with Catwoman. Yes, because it, and we they, were doing the Batman Spider Man thing yes. too. Anyway, and, and I was like, wait, and, and then I looked down, I saw Selena Kyle on my notepad. Yeah, it was a complete and absolute ripoff. The Black Cat is a complete and absolute ripoff of Catwoman, yes. except yeah. she has but, some powers. And she, yeah, but she needs and, to. Well done character for. Oh yeah, yeah. No, she's Spider Verse. Sure. Love her. Spider-Man universe, I mean, not Spider... You know what I mean. I like it. Um, what else? Oh, so... Uh, 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 now, questions. Because uh, I read this a little while ago. JJJ has been a prisoner of the Goblin for how long? From the oh, whole run? I would or think... Do we know? I, yep, a pretty much a long time, because okay. it, it, some time seems to pass, because, it, I, I mean, at least weeks, because he was a prisoner when... The Yurik, climax of the, of the yeah, when when Yurik is killed, yeah. and then he was still a prisoner. And while the bugle was writing all of these articles about while while they were attack while Peter was attacking all of the goblins people, the bugle is writing all these the bugle is writing all of these articles about how he's attacking these just common people and working men and businesses instead of the thugs that they were, which right. really makes no sense because the real J. Jonah, that's what it threw me because J. Jonah Jameson would be talking about vigilantism and he's going to hurt other people, but he would still be, uh, and he was, he's working with them. It was all a, it's all a dispute between these bad people because that's how he catches, well, Spider-Man stops all these, cr no, no, he's having a fight with the people that are still Stealing what he wanted to steal and things like that. So it it actually made sense that it was Craven's stupid brother who had a clay face. I love how That's they pulled right. that in too, because the chameleon in is Craven's brother. In, in, his, in his clay face from yes. from Batman. Yes. Well, clay. He. Ha I said he has a clay face. I didn't say he was Clayface. Because uh, okay. remember when they pull out the thing and then they grab the dead face of. It's it's malleable. Yes, yes, and and probably kind of gross. Kind of. Oh yeah, kinda it icky. looked very gross. And the black cat killed. So we open an episode with a dead or an issue. We open an issue with a dead J. Jonah Jameson, and Peter 
Spider-Man is there. And I love cops show up and when the cops show up, but I love as he's working there because he's really mad. He's like, he's practicing a line, grit and integrity, grit and integrity. It's a good line. I practice it all the way across town, honing my delivery to a perfect pitch of menace and irony. And then he gets there and he's dead or he's dying. And Spider-Man's got his gun and the police break in. And it turns out that the black cat had killed J. Jonah Jameson because she saw him kill Ben Yurick. Ben Yurick, who was her former lover, that she left to pick up with the goblin because she has a dark and stormy past that is fascinating. And yes. Peter is crushing on her hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> heck, heck to the yeah. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't, though? Yeah. Come on. And you know what? She's got a key. <laughs> she she, she, she kind of likes the, the young boy, but not like that yet. Yeah, and, and you know, you could get over the cat thing and her having dozens of cats and probably, you could probably get over the, the, the kitty litter smell in her apartment with, you know, that many cats and you'd have to change the cat litter like five times a day? I don't know. It must smell literally like shit and piss in her place. Okay. You're overthinking um, things. What else here? Let me see. What else? Do I have any other notes? <coughs> I'm surprised... A couple things, just notes that I had. I was looking at the old list of Spider-Man Noir publications. Mm-hmm. A little surprised they didn't beat this like a dead horse, and and I'm I'm glad they didn't go back to the well too 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 often. But I'm also kind of surprised there's not more Spider-Man Noir. I I uh, would have liked a little sp- more Spider-Man Noir. There is some more. There is a little more, but not a, not a ton. Yeah. Um. And then the Spider Verse movie which I know I've mentioned maybe here on the podcast, but I've talked to you about for sure where I had never seen the character, I don't think, before. And then all of a sudden he's in black and white. And I could tell it was a famous person's voice and it was driving me crazy throughout the whole movie who the voice actor was. And of course it turned out to be Nick Cage uh, doing the the Spider-Man noir character in Spider-Verse. So there's that I wanted to mention as well. And I'm pretty sure I did butcher that line. I think it is everywhere I go, the wind blows. And though it always smells of rain, I think that was the line. But I, I, I may, now I'm gonna, well, easy solution. I got to watch the movie today. There you go. There you go. And speaking of overthinking, you're really kind of stuck on that. Whether or not you got that line right, that's like the third or fourth time you've gone back yeah. to that. Impressive. I don't that's like usually it. My thing. I don't like Obsessing. it when my brain doesn't work well. Again. So I'm always unhappy. Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki, 2011 playoffs. You're, 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 you're powering through, man. Anywho. So overall, yes, I, I like. I like that, but then I suggested it, and I'm glad you enjoyed it as well. I, I liked it a lot. It was very, very well done. All right. And well, then, oh, so housekeeping. You were gonna, so not housekeeping, but in between, we're. I think we're ready to maybe move on to Proctor Valley Road. Yeah. But before we do that, you were saying you had an idea. Well, I was. I'm kind of thinking that we two things. One, I was thinking. I told you. I yes, you were going to read it on the spider verse i was thinking maybe we could do a bonus episode sometime that'll drop in early january and we'll just both read spider verse and then we'll talk about spider verse because it's big yeah it could take up i'm sure given the yeah number we could of pages i saw on that yeah thing, it, it, it's huge it. and we don't even have to talk about the whole we'll, we'll hit all the high points and just discuss it i figure we could just do a standalone episode on that and that might just it, it would give us time over the holidays to read it and then we get together and do it before we get into our whole thing. The other thing I was thinking of is maybe breaking up our episodes. 
uh, recording it the way we do, but since there are two comics, we could drop every week just by, I could just split them in half and drop every week and then one comic and then the next comic. So it'd still be, this would be still be like episode 16, but it would be episode 16, part one and episode 16, part two. I'm not talking about doing it this season. I'm talking about maybe doing it next season. And I really would be interested to hear feedback on this idea from people. If you do listen, would you be interested in a shorter, a shorter version? So you could uh, you, it, it just do it in, in chunks. And this is just, I, I'm throwing this out there. It was a thought I had. It, it is a, it, it's a format that would be easy to break up into two episodes. It is. It is a format. Well, and we can talk about this. I, I have, yeah. I am kind of, I haven't thought about it, so yeah. I could go either way on it. I yeah. was just going to mention my only knee jerk thought or reaction would be, could we release it both ways where you divide it up and it's a, and it's still all in one or would that be stupid to do? I could. I could and we could talk about that. That's not something that would not be impossible to do. It, it would. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, it would be something possible. I'm sure. We'd okay. have to. Well, and if it's in more, order, but you know what, if it's more work for you, I'd rather not well, just have it one format. Well, in order to do that, it would, I'd have to get ahead because if, if I were doing it this way, I, I still would want to be at a be a little ahead because it, it dropping every week. I'd have to be far enough ahead to drop that first one and still have time to record another one and do that. I, we'll we'll talk about it. Like I said, I I want feedback. This is just putting the thought into people's heads. Let us know what you think about that. We'll obviously talk about this because it ain't yeah. going to happen. In, it wouldn't happen until next season anyway. So gotcha. Which, well, and apparently we've been renewed. I guess yes. that's news to me. We, we have been re- we have been re- renewed and and early this year. You didn't have to wait until uh, the final episode to find out we were renewed. Um, Yay! Yeah, as as I said awesome. every year, I'm not done with you yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So, unless Proc- we have anything else to take up in between the two comics that were suggested uh, for this ha- go round, havandcharles.com. Havandcharles.com. You can go there. There is a there is a way to email the show. So if you have feedback or thoughts on any of the stuff we've talked about, you want to correct us in any way. I I clearly need it today. Hav always needs it. I do. Uh, let let us know. We we will be suggestions happy suggestions on what to read. I'll put that yes. out there. Yes. Yes. Wait ways for Hav to learn how to read better. That would be good. So moving on, Proctor Proctor Valley Road was Mr. Gonzalez's suggestion, and it was a delightfully wonderful little, I guess, kind of horror thing based on, I want to say Scooby-Doo. I really do. It's, you it, know it what? was such okay. a Scooby-Doo we, adventure. It was so awesome. Scooby-Doo, what's the Netflix show, kind of? Netflix? Uh, the Netflix show, Strange, Strange, Strange Stranger Strange Things. Worlds? Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Stranger Things. Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yes. The super. Uh, I'm just thinking of the shows and movies. There was that one that J.J. Abrams did, Super Eight. Not Super Eight. Was it Super Eight? Fringe. Where it said it said in a, a certain time. Period. Oh, okay. You know, Stranger Things set in the 80s. Yeah. That Super Eight that J.J. Abrams. It's kind of a monster thing where it's all you know the kids are filming a movie. Yeah. I think that was set in the 80s. Also, of course, this is set in 1970. Yes. You know, right after the Summer of Love. And boy, howdy! They're they're they, they like they're they're smoking the the oh the, man, the ganja, they, these teenagers the are just hardcore. They're going hardcore half college. 
I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for slipping that in. Yeah, they <laughs> were. I mean, they if, were. If you would like, I will cut that out. No, that's okay. Okay. I, 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 it's pretty well documented. <laughs> no, it was pretty impressive. And then the whole anti-Vietnam. Oh, so the the great Grant Morrison wrote this with Alex Child uh, that I read on the back as maybe a screenwriter. Yeah. Cover by uh, at least the covers, I think, were. The, I don't know if all the covers were done by Naomi. I'm going to say Frank, Frankie, Frankies, Q-U-I-Z at the end. And then the art on the inside, was it also by Frank Weiss, maybe? So very distinct art style, very well done. Yes. Yeah, but it is very, yeah, Scooby-Doo, it's a mystery. There's somebody, something on Proctor Valley Road. And they have a van. They do have a van. I, they have a VW van. They have a VW van. I mean, it's they have a mystery machine. They're they're high all the time like Scooby and, and Shaggy. And, and And it's a group of young women. Uh, yes, it's August and August. I wrote down the names. Good. August and Riley are cousins. Yes, Genio is a is a a, a girl that's a wannabe astronaut, also black mm-hmm. young lady that, and her mom's telling her, "Ain't no way, you know, Every, they're, they're, everyone they're gonna happen." Everyone's telling her that. Yes, everyone's telling her you're not gonna be an it's, astronaut. It, I mean, one, they're not gonna send a woman into space, and if they did, they ain't gonna send a black woman into. I mean, they're just like, yeah. you don't get to have that dream. That because America sucks. Yes. Uh, Cor- oh, in the uh, so August, young lady Cora's a little uh, no. Cor- uh, sorry, August and Riley, the cousins. Uh, I think August is the one that's at the very beginning playing the guitar and just right, and then Riley is a little bit heavier and at the very beginning the moms are getting into that and it's kind of kind of shitty i mean oh yeah yeah. maybe your daughter should uh, watch what she eats and you forget how very 70s i mean and that is a very recent thing we're making fun of people that were overweight it was just accepted you can make fun of quote-unquote fat people yeah and they know what they did kids yeah kids are (laughs) mean and i i was i was not always overweight as and i'm not super overweight now but i was always a thin kid and growing up my brother was overweight so i was sensitive to that and didn't like it when my friends or other people yeah so and my brother now is thinner than i am and he's like rail but anyways so there's that aspect and then cora hispanic young lady uh single dad apparently you don't see mom in the picture at least and she's uh deathly afraid of the dark and then in like the last episode they reveal why she's freaking afraid one? of the dark the last what? Last episode? Did I say? Yeah. I said episode. Last issue. I'm wow. contagious. You, you did it. You did it. In the last issue, they reveal why she's. And it's kind of like, oh yeah, that that might be why. I'm gonna just spoil it now because. Oh yeah, spoil it was now because like, I that one blew my mind. That that just. I mean, and she is terrified of the dark. And I mean, just she has. We find out she has like 200 flashlights. She, and she is replaces so, the batteries. In oh, the every day. She's gonna use every that day, day. Every day. Yes, because it has to. Why and this it, wasn't inter- this one criticism? Why that wasn't no, interwoven earlier? It was brilliant. Or, it was brilliant because just, there's these little things, and and then she finds out. Oh my lord! Go ahead, go ahead, spoil it, spoil it. She Hurry finds up, spoil out. Spoil it. God to, damn it! Why won't you? So so she's talking to her dad. She's like, Dad, what's wrong with me? Why am I so afraid? He's like, Well, I never told you this, but when you were younger, you got. I forget what it was. I, I don't yeah. even remember the disease. It wasn't tuberculosis or something else that turned into cephalitis, and she died. Well, no, like, evidently she didn't. They thought she died. Well, <laughs> well, she died and she because she asked for how long was I dead? 
And he said two days. Well, she was in well, the drawer no, in the morning. She morgue. was in the drawer for two days. Well, then she was breathing. I mean, she, or she, it's she, one of those she went to the other side and came back. After yeah. Who, who, there's I, not a lot of explanation. No, no. That was a massive mistake by a doctor and a whole bunch. And they shoved her in a damn drawer where she lay in the dark for two damn days. <laughs> Yeah, so until yeah. someone we, finally heard her and pulled her out, crying, so she heard is, her crying. Cry, yeah, no That's shit, right. heard her crying, and so yeah, maybe you're gonna have some issues. And maybe she, I, you get the impression she wasn't hey, incredibly young, but she maybe she blocked it out. I slept with the light on every night since I read that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, hey, you know what? I slept with a nightlight for a long time, a long time. I did, but I had a nightlight so I could read after I was supposed to be go to bed. That's oh, what I, I would did. do. That I had the the flashlight under my covers with the comic books when I was a kid, staying up till all hours. Yeah, as long as I was quiet. So there's that. There's that tidbit. And then uh, Jeannie Jeannie O, her brother Mikey is dreamy. Both August and Riley dig him. He's a big, outspoken, anti-war poet. Writing, dude. Yeah, and then so the premise is they're 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 all at like a something or hanging out, and and, and they find out that something weird and funky has happened on yeah, Proctor Valley Road where they find a, somebody like. Yeah. Go ahead. They're at a they're at a carnival. They're the whole ba- the whole premise of this is they're trying to raise money as a group to go see Janis Joplin. Correct. And they, because they adore Janis Joplin and they want to go see her and they need to raise this money so they can get tickets because it will be the greatest event of their life. And I mean, yeah. that they are living to go see this and they find out about, they've heard about Proctor Valley Road and they're doing anything to get money. So they meet with some boys there and they take them there to offer a Proctor Valley Road freight tour. tour ghost tour yeah. and that they they were going to pay them money for this and they wanted to scare them and the boys go thinking they're going to get to make out with the girls right and yeah. and then, one of them very crude about it oh yeah 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 is he the yeah. one is he the one that dies no i don't think so i think oh so he lives well that that's a shame yeah think i the think crude... i think bobby was the one that was the dude saying i wanted to see your he he uses the T word for tits. boobs, which I just yeah tits. It's tits. Just like, oh really? Tits. Huh? To a chick? Yeah. Well, this is this was a different time. It's a different time. And, Skip, and I think, guys, is the even, one. Even, I think even Skip, by the way, even by by the way, even back then those guys didn't get laid. <laughs> right. Skip, I think, is the one that dies, and then Bobby and Bruce are he- so. There's this whole thing, Proctor Valley Road. In fact, I googled it. Did you Google Proctor Valley Road? No. There's a Proctor Valley monster myth. Oh, is there? For for reals? I did not know that. That's awesome. Yeah, so because I, I was curious if this was based on any kind of quote unquote true real myth thing, and there's a part I, I, that's the, that's all I did by the way. Okay. I googled it because I googled to see if this comic book had a Wikipedia page. It does not. But Proctor Valley Road, what is it, like for example from like the San Diego something reader, the title is "What is the story behind the Proctor Valley Monster?" Which I thought was like, huh, okay. interesting, interesting. Cool. Okay. And uh, yeah, and, oh, so they take out the boys out there. The boys get they get angry and leave. They get angry because they're not going to get any any yeah. action, and they w- start walking away. Uh-huh. And then hijinks ensue. Uh, yeah, then yeah, we oh yeah. There, there's all sorts of just horror-y, kitschy horror-y stuff. They do, and they do kind of go. 
I was going to say, my only, and I don't even know I it's a criticism because it was really well done. It's derivative. Look, oh, you're, no. they're, 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 they're plowing some new ground, but. No, they're, they're playing. It, they're, they're having, having fun. fun. Yes, this, yes. This whole, this whole thing was to tell a fun story and update some myth, mythological type stuff. And they did it, while having fun. Because you had so many different good tropes where it's, uh, it's Native American land. Mm-hmm. That had been uh, guaranteed by this woman, I think, to the yes. Native Americans to be she, she, sacred she promised or saved. To, yeah, she promised to safeguard keep, it, safeguard it, and then she ended up on the land that they told her never to go on. Uh, they gave and her a why plot. Did the guys, then, why did the why did the other wrestlers or cattlemen string her up? Because and, she was and in the way on a wagon I, wheel. I, I I don't remember, but it was she was in the way and she was outspoken about the natives and. So, so they, they burn her, her essentially so they, at yeah. the stake like a witch. She was a mouthy woman. I mean, honestly, that that yeah. one rang true on why did why did these women get called witches? And oh, because they dared to have opinions. I, for one, am for women having opinions. Hav, how do you feel? I I, uh, I think that's a good thing. I think they should be allowed. I'm progressive, Charles. Okay. I was just... I'm I, okay with... You know what? I'm even okay with them voting. <laughs> I've come around on that. <laughs> Sorry, no, no. Hey, I, I, you know no, what? no, no. I want to thank you for our opening. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I stepped in that one, didn't I? Um, I, I wanted, oh, I wanted to pull you off sides. I, I, I expected to pull you off sides in the joking manner on the first bit, and then you were like, "No, no, no." You mildly just didn't get pulled off sides, and then you're like, "Ah, oh, fuck it." No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, you know what? I the fucking yes and man. That wasn't a yes and. That was a a very serious question that you decided to make make light of. Why do you think it's what? appropriate to make light of women's liberation? Everything's everything's funny. Okay, everything's funny. Everything's for, on the table. For, from your masculine position of power, I'm sure you think that. Yes, yes. Because uh, there's one thing I am a chauvinistic son of a bitch. That is that is what I'm known for. There's a couple different things I do want to mention before. I don't know if there's so the and they call her the landlady. This yes. woman that was killed because she's there to protect ever... the land. Yes, because she oh, was there to protect, there to protect the land. Protect the land. Yeah, Duh. she's the landlady. I kept, when they said landlady, I'm thinking a landlady of what? Yeah, tenement but, but, or... and that was why it was confusing at first. And then they don't ever explain it. But then they Duh. well because they the they meet. A, a young man who saves, Satan. yeah. Doesn't he save them at one point? Yes, from the house and the bakery where the guy killed yes. everybody. Yes, and he goes in on his motorcycle like evil Knievel, and then he's got a grandma. Yeah, and he says, "Y'all need to meet my grandma." And he's native. Apparently, he's native. I think it's impl- he's native it's not implied. I mean, yeah, yeah no, Native American because they go to the reservation. Yeah, and then she's there, and I noticed she was wearing. I'm going to do it in the Spanish pronunciation: Toreros jersey which is Spanish for bullfighting, which is also the name of the sports teams at the University of San Diego. Oh, okay. That was cool. That She's wearing cool. a tor- Toreros, uh, I think like a basketball jersey. Okay. Which I did Google. I was like, that's too random to be made up. And I don't, I don't, I didn't know that off the top of my head. Yeah. That was a little bit of the Google and I did it, which she's telling the story about the landlady and the history and all, all of that stuff. And that's when you get the big reveal and then they go, to, oh, because the girls, so when they leave, you know, the boys walk off, Skip is killed and his body's found shortly thereafter. The two other boys are missing, and the four girls are the prime suspects 
in the murder and, and now disappearance of the other two boys and well, that, or yeah. they're accusing them of smuggling to Mexico because they had gotten their papers to go to Vietnam. Yeah, they had they got their draft. <laughs> they got their draft notice. I Yeah. Yeah, it was and and the whole town has turned against them. One of their moms loses their job because of it because yeah. they, they, these girls did this and it's terrible. She worked and, for the city. Yeah. And no, the whole thing was great. And I loved the mystical part of it. And I loved that they, the grandmother was decided that those girls had power. And now if you really want to get into it and go further, I think part of the reason they have power, we we can use your, I'll use your thing. So she wasn't dead for two days. She did come back from the dead. Um, Maybe, maybe it was a short, shorter time. She was in there for a full day after she came back. But she somehow came back, and that gives her some power on her own. And and together well, they get into the the uh, women having power. I mean, it's yeah, a group w- of women witches. Empowerment. Yeah, Coven. Uh, the the Did you ever see the craft? No, the movie. No, with the four young ladies in high school. That I know are witches what it is, and, but I didn't. Yeah, ever see so it. that made me yeah. think of that because they they hold hands. Yeah, and they are more powerful together than yeah. they are by themselves. Exactly. By fighting landlady, the landlady at mm-hmm. the end. And essentially vanquish her. I mean, throw her up against some spiky rocks in the sea. Yeah, no, they, they, they seem to have quelled the landlady. They, they have killed her. So no, it's, it's five issues. I, I look we've kind of run through it. I don't, I'm not trying to do it a a disservice. I'm trying to think what else I I didn't take a lot of notes on. Oh, I, I, I'd want to say this. If you're looking, if anybody wants to read, it's Grant Morrison. So it's good. It's very well done. Like you said earlier, I was going to say some, the only criticism I could think anybody would have is that it's derivative. But like you said, I think it's very much an homage, a a consolidation of a lot of different stuff set in a very specific time. Because 1970 ain't like Janice was around much longer yeah. after that. Uh, Summer of Love, 69, Woodstock. May, does she even get to 71? I don't even I don't remember know. when she passed I away. Know. I know she's a 27 club. Yeah, Many of the so many young artists, especially back then, you know one way or the other checked out at the age of 27 and they do get to go to the show yes, which is do. so cool that, that uh, was i a... cannot imagine being able to said i saw janice joplin live in yeah. in a show anywhere and plus back then i too the 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 venue they were talking about it wasn't like they're going to see her at jerry world at a huge hundred per hundred thousand person stadium it would have been a very That's... small venue which again as somebody that used to very much enjoy going to shows like that not so much now, but uh, I would on occasion if it was a right, right, right uh, performer, right venue, and right price. Because now the prices are in freaking sane. Uh, that would be so cool to do. Okay, sorry, I don't. I just went on off on a Janice. No, no, I I liked our foray into uh, horror. By the way, yeah, you, you know, did. Okay, good. Yeah, good. Well, you I liked, did. Yeah, I, you, I really liked Thirty Days a Night, and I really liked this. So you you did you did good. Good job, Hav. Oh, thank you. That made that made my day. Oh, good. That made my day. I I oh, and then at the end you get a little tease there. They, they she's got a because her mom's dating. Oh, and you also get some closure on August's dad. Sorry, August's dad. Oh God, that was a left. great thing. Yes, it, 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 it then, appeared that they August's dad had abandoned them. They both thought that August still wants him back. Her mom is. I'm trying, doing my best. This is going on, and they 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 didn't have any closure. But now go ahead. And you find out they get to this lake and there's this underwater. 
underground passage to this room. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? And it's yeah, weird. No, no, that was a weird thing because it looked like a submarine down there, and then they get Something. into it, and then all of a sudden they they swim down, they get into it, and then all of a sudden they're in this room that's just in a courtroom like, of some yeah, type or something. Yeah, it was a courtroom. It, it looked like a courtroom because they were going to stand trial. And so, and the witch or the 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 spirit of the landlady, the landlady. I'm just calling yeah. her a witch now. The spirit of the landlady says, oh, in August, your dad, he was drunk and stopped here to swim to sober up. Because, you know, the dad wasn't perfect, apparently. And Yeah. No, because she, she, she even mentions talks, that he'd be drunk. She talks about that he was a drunk and he could do these things. But he didn't seem like a bad, you know what I mean? He seemed yeah. like a loving father. Didn't He just was an alcoholic, loved his daughter, could fix her bike one-handed, drunk and one-handed. Drunk and one-handed. And she mentions, oh, and I took him. Yeah. You know, because here's his ring to prove well, it. The the reason she took him is he lost his ring and he went back to swim right. to get it. And he was he just kept going and kept going because he wanted to find his wedding ring. He couldn't not have his wedding ring. And so yeah. that that was the, the sweet thing. And then she ends up with his wedding ring, knows the story and tells her mom and gives her the ring. And that was a just a sweet scene in that comic where her, her mom just you could. I, I don't know how you could draw. The fact that the art showed a woman getting closure. Yes. Yeah. I mean, exactly. it legitimately did. I'm thinking about it. It was just, it, it showed her getting closure. It's like, how are you such a good artist? Bravo. Yeah. Well yeah. done. Well done. That's impressive. It was, it was, it's very impressively done and very well done. Just, yeah, you're right. They drew closure. <laughs> just they drew the, um, the whatever that, that can, emotion, that you can draw of emotions a, is. that you can draw a feeling like that. It's just amazing. Oh, and then at the end, but at the end, I like the teaser because mom, my, her mom, August's mom is now dating a cop. Yes. And they had borrowed his cop car at one point when the yes. cop and mom go on a date. Yes. She stole it. She hot wired it. Yes. But she also took, she also borrowed from the cop car, his scanner. And at the end, at the, after this Janice concert, they're, you know, we're just in around the scanner and they hear somebody being attacked on Proctor Valley Road or something's uh-huh. going on somewhere nearby. And you get the feeling they're going to hop in the mystery machine. And in and, and the van and, and go take care of it because they have powers yeah. and they know that. See, that was the we kind of left this out on Proctor Valley Road. It's not just the landlady. She collects the landlady collected all of these other a, a, a child ghost that killed his parents and all of these. So and that's what she was going to do with the boys is turn them in. And that's what she really wanted the girls for. First, she was going to punish him for monetizing her her road. And now. Then she said, I think y'all can be great because she sees the power in them. So come to me and you'll live forever and you'll live forever. And we're going to we're just going to fuck people over. Basically, it's and at one point. Proctor Valley Road is a dirt road off of they show it early on off of Route 66, which I thought was cool. And I don't oh, know really? if that's I didn't Google that part. There is yeah. a sign when they're talking about going to Proctor Valley Road. They're, they're turning off of Route 66. I swear. That's weird. Early on in the comic, which yeah, I thought was cool, because, of course, yeah. Route 66 famous. Yes, I'm trying roadway. to think. If but it's not that Proctor Valley Road is Route 66. I think that Proctor Valley Road is all, is off of Route 66. Uh-huh. I, I think I get was you. the implication. I I get. I did not see that. I'm trying to remember if Route 66 went through San Diego. I don't think. I don't think it does. Um, and the answer is it doesn't because 40 is part of Route 66, and 40 comes in much higher in uh, much further north in. California, and then it turns into, and then goes into Santa Monica. It, it, Route 66 is ends its, at the end of Santa Monica Boulevard at the ocean. So I sw- well, I do. I yeah, no, think- but you can play with things like that. It's a nice, it's a nice touch. I just this is just me happening, happening to 
know where Route 66 is. You did live, you did yeah, live out there for a, a period of time. It's not like you're just doing a bit no, like the I Californians know. where they're just a, I love that bit. I like it too much probably for not having what, lived there. What bit? The, oh, the, 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 talking the, about, the 405. Oh, I, I took, yeah. And, yeah, I took the 101 over to the blah, blah, blah. Well, my, my friend Greg used to literally live on... Route sixty six in Pomona. I, no, I believe no, I, in, but it is a thing because their traffic is so freaking bad. Like you think it's bad in DFW? I think he, I think he lived in Pomona. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I just no. say you think it's Traf- bad in DFW? Yeah, traffic, tra- DFW traffic still hasn't reached LA st- standards. Uh, it it is freaking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it is so bad. The few times I've visited. Yeah. So honestly, read Proctor Valley Road. It it's so much fun it really it is. is i really really liked it i i would i i would i hope they they write more of this yes. i i i i hope it's popular enough that we get a proctor valley road too because i would like to see the shenanigans of these young ladies okay i did find you know what i did find the panel it's uh-huh. east 66 and then very small bottom it's another six there you go so, okay yeah so, yeah, so it's not it, Route 66, it, it, but it, it was an homage-ish, and then they did a 666. Yes. Nice. So okay. I, just little tidbits like that make that, that's, comics like that's this awesome. even better. Yes. When you even notice, better. that's one of the great things about rereading comics is there's so much going on sometimes that you miss stuff. Same same thing yeah. with rereading books. That's why, oh my God. What are you talking, what, what do you mean rereading the book? What's I, wrong with I you? understand. I you burn them afterwards, right? That's what I was always told. I'm I, Okay. Just so everybody knows, I do freaking read wow. books. Just so you know, because now I feel like I'm being personally... Att- no, I don't read books. <laughs> I don't own books. Fahrenheit 451, that's a good idea that I've heard of, where they the firefighters burn books. That's a good idea. I'm pro-burning... Bur- bur- I'm, I'm a book burner. I don't know what I'm doing. What, what's going on here? I would, Why? I don't know. I didn't even put you off sides on this one. I know. I pulled myself off sides. <laughs> I did. I, I'm a little goofy. I got up... I got up before six for no reason this morning and just couldn't go back to bed. And then I tried to take a nap after doing some stuff around the house. And But then I usually can drink some coffee and go back to bed. No, no, not this time. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, all on the, I'm all on the goofy caffeine juice. Okay, so, well, hey, is there any more about uh, Proctor of the no. Valley of the Road? No, I don't, I don't think I've got anything more on this. Okay. I, 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 like I said, really enjoy it. Highly recommend it. Want, would like to read more yeah would, although i really don't think they did anymore uh, i can see that uh, too because it, it was it wrapped nicely it was a nice concise i i'm just saying i would be willing to read more oh sure no absolutely me too well it, it just, you know what it just grant came morris, out in 2021 if grant morrison is listening it, yes grant this is uh your your big fans uh charles and hoff yeah please I, do more proctor valley road yeah well just i honestly just keep writing I just enjoy what you write. I mean, you don't have if if it doesn't interest you to do more of that. I understand, but please keep writing. Anyway, I like this idea that we think Grant Morrison is re- listening to our podcast. You never know. Yeah, sure, sure, you never know. sure, sure. sure. I, so this is the part in the podcast where generally we suggest what the other one or what we we are going to collectively read. Yes, and this one for the finale. Yes, for the final episode of season three. Yes. Yes. So I will go first if you okay. want me to. Go for it. I've been holding this one back for no reason, really. Uh-oh. I almost went Christopher Walken there. For no reason, really. House of M. Okay. Issues one through eight. 
Okay. It's a little longer, but not too big. It, I think it's, and if it's the one I'm thinking of, I think it's when we're just, the, I know there was a ton of no, crossover no, no. There's stuff. I'm talking about stuff. the proper. You just want to do the House of M. Okay. Yes. That with Wolverine going through and. It's on Hoopla. I'll send you the screenshot. Yeah. No, I know. I know what it is. I've read it. It's awesome. Okay. Ish. I was figuring you probably yeah. had, no, but I haven't read no, it. We'll do it. Yeah, that's fine. In um, a second. I, I've got one. I We've both been holding back. And I thought okay. finale would be a good time to do it. I had it's it was between one or two, and I've decided we're going to do this one because I we're at the end of season three and we haven't done it. And since it is legitimately one of the things that exploded comics into the forms that we think of as comics now, and that was in in the eighties when it happened, Watchmen. Nice. I mean, because we need to talk about Watchmen. I mean, we've talked about Watchmen, but it's just this is this is hey this is now an adult medium even more so than in the 60s when the college kids got into it through marvel and then in the, the indie it, comics that were yeah, adult. In the indie, I yeah. Mean, it, harry crumb and yeah. harvey Picard and all that yeah no it, but then watchmen and we also at some point will do is it grant morrison's uh, batman returns not Graham Morrison. No, not Graham Morrison. Miller. Like Frank Miller. Why do I? I was going to tell you the yeah, the, Frank Miller, the big ones you. that I've been holding back on. Watchmen, just that we're kind of shifted stuff in comics. Of course, Watchmen, Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight. Returns, it's funny because you. we we did uh, which is very very different and not as dark. I don't think, but uh, Squadron Supreme that was interesting because mm-hmm. it's close in time. But then other ones that were just kind of a big deal back then, like Secret Wars, mm-hmm. Crisis on Infinite Earths. They're, they're big. And then even before that, there's big, you know, these big milestone. The one that I don't know, I've never read it issue for issue. The big team up between Green Lantern and Green Arrow when they go through the, yeah, the country I, together. I've thought about suggesting that, but I haven't read it. And I, yeah, I, I and it's, it's on Hoopla. There's a, there's a collected on Hoopla. So, yeah, no. So, I'm just saying very cool Yeah, to end on that one. Yeah. In fact, I almost want to say, well, we can talk about this later, but I know generally we go in the order of release and start with the one that's sooner in time. Oh, no, we do. We start with the one. No, we start yeah. with the one that's older in time. Wait, yeah. what do we usually do? We'll, we'll read Watchmen first. We'll talk about Watchmen first. We'll talk, See, I almost want to flip it because I feel oh, like yeah. Watchmen if, is if, the one that would, that's going to be the... Anyways, well, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry. The dogs are going crazy because Julie just got home, I think. So, yeah. Uh, But hey, I'm excited now. Yeah. I'm always excited for the podcast and I get excited for pod day. Mm -hmm. But now I'm super excited about the finale. Because, oh, because I was going to tell you the one I, the the close one that was more Halloween themed was going to be Batman the Long Halloween. But I figured you were, you probably already read that and we're kind of done with Halloween now. Oh, I, I like Halloween. But I, and I don't, I think I've read that, but I don't remember. I'm pretty sure I've read that. But one of the, the, the one I, the other one I was going to suggest that I went back and forth on was uh, Superman Red Sun. I've I've had that on my list. Because I, and I, I went with Watchmen because I've suggested a lot of Superman this season. So I was like, let's, let's end it with something different. So, but I, I do, I will want to read that. And I've got to find, I'm looking for a good, at some point I might do the, Re- reboot action comics from the rebirth or whatever they called that or the new 52 they did a 
young younger Superman first starting out, and it's where he wore jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah, and I think I think Grant Morrison wrote it. Oh, okay. I think we're gonna read that at some point, probably next season, because I really like that one. I, oh it, shoot, there's there's so many good Superman stories. Well, that's Go what ahead. I've been trying to find, just like a good Superman story that's not this huge, because all the other stuff we've done are like these kind of Elseworlds or Superman dies or super, I, I've been really looking for just let's have fun with a good Superman arc. Just, just, just what Superman, the core Superman, but within a, within it, within his comic, you know? Okay. Well, th- there's one that I've been thinking about. It's not quite that because it's, it's in the Superman comics, but it's a big, it, it's almost like a big event. I want to say it was either six or 12 part ish thing. It was super Superman and the Legion of superheroes. Yeah. And he's got the flight ring. You know, he's a member. Frank quietly was the artist and I don't know who wrote it. It's somebody prominent. Okay. Well, well let's see, that could just be fun too. I'm not, I'm not yeah. denying that. I'm just saying what I want out of a, a Superman run is, is, yeah. is that, that that's, I've been looking for it, but I don't have enough Superman background. I've read stuff that is like that, but I just don't, I just don't know what it is. So anywho, okay. want to really thank everybody who listened to this. Uh, we, we appreciate you greatly. We've had a great time so far this season and we're, Kind of looking forward to wrapping it up on our next episode and for the year. Well, Hobbs shaking his head. No, I'm not ready to wrap it up. No, I was going to say same. Thank you to everybody who listens. And thank you, Charles, as I always say. You do so much to get the podcast out there and edited and produced and all the heavy lifting, as I always say, which is true. And especially today when you're on your deathbed and, you know, literally <laughs> dying. I am not from, that sick. Uh, <laughs> no, but you were, you were sick, but you fucked up. And yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and yeah, see y'all next time. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.